Welcome back, everybody, to the very special episode of Never Growing Up Podcast, a Disney podcast parks for adults. I messed that up. A Disney parks podcast for adults. (laughs) Uh, Why? But I love the very special episode. There's really nothing special about it other than it being our fifth episode and we've hit 1,100 followers on Instagram. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, hanging out with us and listening to us and, you know, you know, spreading the word of our podcast through Instagram and maybe through other social media vendors. You know, I don't know what you guys are posting on. So keep doing it. Share with your friends and um anyways i digress my name is brady mccleary also known as brady cam on instagram and with me today i have the lovely hi guys i'm annie missed you loved you at wdw collective on instagram i missed you brady i have missed you it has been a long week i'm sure it was longer for you because you had some things going on (laughs) it was real long it was real long you also had a special treat and I would love for you to share with everybody what that special treat was. I was at Disneyland. Uh, I have not been to Disneyland so long. It's it's only my second trip, which is crazy. Yeah. Considering I've been to Disney World, like who knows how many times. Right. I've only been to Disneyland twice in my life. So that was my second trip. Wow. And how long ago was it for your first trip? Um, so four years ago. So it was actually for the exact same reason I was okay. there for work. So I was also here again for work, but got to um, spend time at the parks and also the whole time while I was at the convention. So if those of you who know Anaheim, the Anaheim Convention Center is right next door uh, to to Disneyland. So my company had rooms at the Grand Californian. So I foregoed, foregoed, foregone. I don't know. Forewind. <laughs> For for went my my Marriott points to stay at the Grand Californian and it was very nice. How luxurious the Grand Californian! I cannot remember which one I stayed in when I was there last, um, but it was one of the three, like on property uh, locations. Yeah. Um, yeah. So today's gonna be kind of different, guys. We are gonna touch on some news and we're gonna touch on uh, our park favorite um meal or dining location and i think today we're going to do uh magic kingdom yep so but most importantly today is going to be more of like a debriefing on uh wdw collective's experience at disneyland you so got it. i'm pretty i'm pretty excited about to hear like your kind of breakdown of everything every experience every sound every smell every sight all the daddies you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. And let me tell you, <laughs> I'm going to be real with the audience today. We the are. Daddies are you guys so are going to expect. Right, you guys are going to expect like because so, it's California. To be honest, um, I think you guys are going to expect both. like questions like, um, you know, how did it make you feel? And I'm going to be like, how many children did you want to slap? You know, like <laughs> this is going to be some hard hitting journalism brought to you by Brady McCleary at Brady Cam. This is real this news, is guys. Real news. Keeping it Disney. We're coming realness. at you with the hard hitting question. <laughs> Oprah will be shook. So we want to talk about some news. Yeah, let's talk about everything that's kind of going on right now. Let's see. We have so just as we were, um, just as we were getting ready for this podcast, a lot of folks have been posting that at Walt Disney World today. Uh, the yellow monorail lost some of its doors. Oh, wow. That's not the first time it's happened there either at Disney World. It is not the first time it's happened at Disney World. And I actually put on my story. You know how like, you can add music to your story? Yeah, which I think is so fun. I played Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just threw shade. I just threw shade at Walt Disney World. I tagged them because you know what, guys? That's That shouldn't be happening. That's like a... A huge concern. And I know they are planning on replacing the monorail system. Uh, Well, not the monorail system, but like the actual cars uh, with a a newer version, uh, which they dropped at a D23, you know, convention back in, I think, January. Um, Yeah. So 
they will be replaced, but what are they going to do in the meantime to make sure that we're safe as consumers that spend a lot of money to not fall out of a freaking monorail? I mean, it's not like the world's farthest drop, but it's pretty far. And um, it's it's concerning on so many levels. And just being at just being at Disneyland recently and their monorails are clearly updated. They're a much more like sleeker design. Um, I don't know what we're waiting for, honestly. Yeah. Hmm. <coughs> it's okay. You know, we, we do that as as people. We're humans and we die. We die. It's part of the circle of life, guys. Yeah, whether you die from a coughing fit or by flying out of a monorail at whatever 20 miles an hour. That's way to tie it together. Way, way to tie it together. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We are both drinking hey, how many, um... champagne or actually Prosecco more specifically in honor of our 11,000 followers or 1,100 followers. 11,000, Hey, I mean, I bet you there are. 11. We'll just say the rest of them are just ghosts. Yeah, they're, they're just <laughs> Does lurking. anyone understand what that concept is, the ghost followers thing? I don't no get that. People idea. talk about it all the time. No idea. Instagram's a scam. Instagram's a scam. Instagram's a scam. <laughs> is, is that our title for the Instagram's podcast? <laughs> I don't know if I want that to be the title because I really don't want them to be all like, oh, well, these mother truckers right here. Um, Close account. <laughs> they're... They're going to shadow oh my ban us. We'll be posting things that's like fire and be like, why do I only have likes from just WDW Collective and Brady K? All of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, guys, we I just had a, a lovely brunch upstairs in my house because, um, as you know, I, I film from my bar. I film. Jesus, Lord <laughs> heaven. I've had three. I've had three Proseccos, guys. Let's be honest. And um, I um we had I, my brother-in-law came over for brunch. So my husband and my brother-in-law are upstairs watching football whilst I record down here with another glass of Prosecco. And there's a good chance I'm going to text my husband to say, hey, bring me back down some more LaMarca. Again, a future sponsor of the Never Growing Um, Please, LaMarca, if you're listening. Uh, LaMarca Prosecco is the best Prosecco. Could you imagine if LaMarca, um, LaMarca Prosecco sponsored us? Because that's the bre- best is it? Prosecco. Okay, because I've been kind of... Uh, venturing out and looking for a good prosecco because I I have mm-hmm. really been into some mimosas and bellinis specifically bellinis, mm-hmm. um, but the the brand has been changing for me for which one I'm using. So I went with Mianetto and I really like that one. And today Ooh. I am drinking. I think it starts with an F, and I can't remember it. So this is garbage. Oh, is it the cava? Is it Spanish? It's like Frescente or something. It's like it has an X in it. It's got an orange label and it starts with an F. Uh, Mm. I can't remember it. So I'm just, this is garbage topic right now. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. People need to know what kind of Prosecco that they should be Right. And now I've learned. So there's there's a legitimate chance my husband might join us at some given point when I, when I, text him to say can you bring me more some some yes when you guys hear this deep booming man sound it's not nick Nick doesn't have a deep i don't know i've never heard it um and we're on the radio you heard it first that's true he's he's a little and my brother-in-law also wants to be on the podcast and he loves disney too so is this gonna be like our first like uncle dave chronicle you know um special guest episode there's a chance oh there's a chance this it might is exciting happen. i'm not gonna wow. lie so much has happened <laughs> this has been so silly so okay so um we were talking about Where the, the news of disney oh yes we talked about the, the monorail and how <gasps> oh my god okay so together. my mom is a d23 uh member right and she got an email and it was talking oh, okay. about the uh new fireworks show for epcot that they're going to be re- replacing illuminations cool. with well, there's going to be kind of like a swing yeah. one where they, they they get rid of illuminations. They're right. going to have this one. And then they have kind of debuted some sneak peeks of the the one that's going to be permanently there. And I'm really excited about right. it because she was describing the pictures that are involved with it. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're going to expand Epcot finally. As far as like the the nations go. Yeah. Because... Um, the pictures that were on there were of uh, Hercules, Moana, and um, and Coco. Guys, we have a special guest. Breaking news! We have special, special guest, guest in the room. 
Come here. No. Come, hey, come here. here. Come here. I'm going. Wait, you have to get me some more Prosecco before you go. Can you introduce yourself to the audience? No. I can. Can you hear him? Hateful. Hateful man. Hateful man. Okay, Anyways, so like I was saying, the, there, there's three pictures that they showed for the show. It was Moana, Coco, and Hercules. Well, I'm thinking, okay, well, Hercules, maybe they're representing each thing that's there. So Hercules could be, you know, Italy, Greece, okay. you know, all that stuff. Um, but Moana, maybe they're going to expand America some to add like a, a, a Pacific Islander section. And then Coco, maybe they're going to do yeah. something for real inside the Mexico pavilion or add on to it with a Day of the Dead Coco thing like they had for a little bit at Disneyland. So I've heard I've heard the Coco. I'll say let's start with the Coco thing. I've heard the Coco mm-hmm. thing quite a bit. And I've seen it posted a couple times. I, I and I've not seen any rumor of this. This is just my assumption. I really think they're going to change. Don't the do that. No, no, and no. Make it a Coco Land. I or a Coco, uh, Coco ride. I, I'm very convinced I, that's going to happen. I, as much as I loved Coco, and I really loved mm-hmm. Coco. I'm a huge family person. I do not want the Los Tres Caballeros to leave because I love that ride. Oh, look at you to- getting this right I'm title trying, out there. You know, I'm trying to. Get <laughs> mm, spicy. Spicy. Oh. Mm. <laughs> just gotta, you gotta just throw a little tahini on it. Los tres caballeros. Oh, oh my God! I heard tahini for the first time in my whole life because I was watching uh, Nikita Dragons. Uh, in if if you guys don't know who Nikita Dragon is, she's an amazing makeup artist, and um, she had another. Uh, who was it? it? Was a Gabrielle Zamora, and he has like a little pocket thing of tahini. Oh my what God! Is this it's tahini? like. I can't even explain. It. I'm part Mexican, and so like, yeah, uh, oh, I didn't know yeah. That. Cool. So like, Mexican candy is like my favorite candy. I love like like um, okay. Lucas salts and the pelon and all that stuff. And basically, what tahini is, it's a combination of uh, salt, chili powder, and like a lime salt, and it has like this most that sounds like magic, like unique like almost sour but spicy taste and if you put it on any fruit literally any fruit mango pineapple fruit um anything anything you want to put it on i just got my refill of prosecco because nick doesn't want to be on the podcast I'm, he just told me i'm unprofessional for interrupting you I'm no sorry. it's fine <laughs> okay love you bye Love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like tahini is just so good. And so I saw somewhere on somebody's Instagram, I can't remember who it is, and I feel terrible. So if it's you, let us know. Hit us up in the emails or in the comment section on our um, Instagram. If it's you who posted this picture of a Dole Whip, excuse me, a Dole Whip float from Disney World with a packet of tahini, and then they put that on top of it, because like I said, it tastes amazing on pineapples. I'm going to try that. And I cannot wait for that moment to come. I'm so fascinated by this. Oh, tahin, 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 tahin. Maybe they'll sponsor me. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> That's okay. So today, today, fabulous. Today is unofficially sponsored by La Marca Prosecco and tahin. There you go. Hello. We I'm are just going to order it on call. Amazon. I bet I can find it at the grocery store. Yeah, I mean, go to your grocery store first before you get all crazy and order on Amazon. I order everything off of Amazon. Well, Amazon. well, when you have a, like a full purchase, then do it, but don't pay like eight dollars in shipping so that you can get some tahini. Oh no, I got Prime. I got Prime. Ooh, I don't Prime. gotta pay shipping. I don't gotta <gasps> pay shipping in this business. Another fun announcement we can go ahead and drop right now. Speaking of Amazon Prime, yeah. what did you recently become? I'm an Amazon influencer. What a coincidence. Because I saw that you were, I'm like, this is totally cool. I'm going to copy her. And now both of your hosts are Amazon influencers with a blue check mark. We are official. It's so fancy, guys. You have to um, go to each of our profiles. And I think I need to add a link tree to our um, Never Growing Up podcast uh, Instagram and just have all of our stuff on there, too. Yeah. Um, but if you go to either one of our podcasts, we do have our podcast, Lord in heaven, either one of our, um, our Instagram accounts, there's a link for you to check out our storefronts, mm-hmm. um, as an Amazon influencer. And both of us, uh, share our favorite products that we purchase on Amazon on the rig. It's a it's, good time. Yeah. It's just, I, I love Amazon and honestly, 
uh, that's where Matt, my husband, that's where he does 100% of his Christmas shopping. And so oh, around this time of the year, I'm not even allowed to look at the door when I walk in in case there's a package there. So you guys still do gifts for your for each other? Yeah, we're still kind of doing that. Um, we we don't do huge things on birthdays. Birthdays is like, mm-hmm. here's a, a movie or here's a, a, a video game. But Christmas has always been really big in my family um, yeah. and his family. But I, I just remember growing up, I was you know, raised by a single mother in Southern California and it was just me, my sister and her. And so it was really magical because she would have a couple gifts out under the tree from her. And that's all we were assuming we'd get. But then on Christmas day, it, the trees were just full of, of, of presents um, that she, you know, coordinated with Santa to get mm-hmm. and it was just so magical and like she kept honestly she kept the magic alive until i was I about it. 13 and then everything came to the light and then i found i don't i hope children aren't listening because then i found the receipts for the beach towels we got for you easter found the receipts. We'll put, i found we'll the receipt for easter receipts. you're really good at finding the receipts <laughs> yeah i'm that's my thing i'm like what is your I, thing actually i i, I was um watching uh, glam and gore on youtube and she was reading horoscope she let her horoscope decide what makeup look she was gonna do and glam and gore mikey oh my god um oh yes i have heard of glam I yeah. love her like she's my inspiration on all of my um all of my special effects makeup that i do like throughout yeah. the year or whatever so i love her and i hope she's listening i love you um but yeah so she was talking about uh the scorpio because we're both scorpios and one of them was that or one of the things that it said was that scorpios will do their research until they die like if they have a hunch about something they will look it up and find all the facts before they come to you about it and i was like that's very much me i'm not huge on on, uh that but you know i'm not that uh astrology but i mean that's pretty freaking accurate and remind us the months for Scorpios. Scorpio is between October 15th, I want to say, to November 17th or something like that. It's okay. in between like middle month of October, middle month of November. So if you guys before. are listening to that uh, or listening in, in your Scorpio, hit the like button, give us a four or five star yes. review and uh, for the Scorpio sip strength. We're the score. I feel like Scorpios are really like a really tight bunch. We and are. Aries, so we're oh. kind of lone wolves. Yeah. Scorpios kind of like band together because we, we are super serious. Like we are very um, intense in everything. We are very intense. So we kind of, get along with each other because we know like we're just really passionate about everything so instead of something like god this guy's like obsessed with disney no i'm passionate and i'm a scorpio yeah (laughs) you know who else is a scorpio and very strangely i know this but actually it's not strangely considering you know my age and kind of like where it makes sense like leonardo dicaprio is a scorpio (sighs) i would eat a bowl of glass if he told me to (laughs) everyone would (laughs) like if leonardo dicaprio said hey brady we can go on a date but first you need to consume this broken glass and i would be like absolutely absolutely i I I have health insurance we're going on a date (laughs) um let's do it a couple weeks later though because um digesting the glass is going to hurt thank you malox thank you malox hey and you know what happened You know what bloody happened? When I was in Disneyland, I forgot. Guys, I forgot my Maylocks. Out of that big stink we've made on the first episode. Yeah, it was a whole thing. And um, if you watched any of my stories, uh, my friend, my very good friend, co-worker, we were obviously there together at Disneyland for one. Um, (laughs) She had some intestinal woe from from eating pizza. We got room service pizza at Grand California, and mind you, it was really good. But she laid down afterwards, and you shouldn't lay down oh, after eating something no, acidic. No, no. I know this because I've heard. Especially all that tomato sauce. And she puked at Napa Row. 
bathroom. It was awful. But she she oh, rallied no. like no one else I'd ever seen. But we didn't have any Maalox, and I forgot it. And and we did um, Festival of Holidays, which we'll talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Disney California Adventure now does Festival of Holidays, just like Epcot. And I ate way too much and drank way too much. And the heartburn was so real. I was very uncomfortable that evening. It was but real worth it. It was real worth it. It was a good time. I'm excited. I'm going, as you know, I don't think I've talked about this on, on the show yet, but um, I'm going to Disney World on October. October. I give up. It's we are well past October. We are well past October. <laughs> we are October, in boys. December, my friend. <laughs> So in December twenty, December twentieth, yes, I'm taking my mom to Disney World for her retirement. So I will get to get, I will get to uh, compare and contrast. Wow, I'm excited. so excited to, to hear about that. You know, like I think this is a good time to talk about your trip. Some. Oh yeah, hit me with all the questions. I'm ready. Let's let's hit you with some questions. First of all, you mentioned it was four years since your last trip. We all know how rapidly and consistently Disney world kind of evolves and changes. Yes. What were some noticeable changes that you could pick up, even though you were four years apart in, in visits, what were the changes you could see in Disneyland? So the most immediate changes I saw were, okay, so let's go in order. So, um, they remodeled World of Disney there as well, so it looks um, very similar to World of Disney in Disney. I Spring. haven't seen the new one, and I'm nervous. I'm not. It just here doesn't for, look I'm as magical. Honest. Not here for it. I'm not here for uh-huh. it. I I change it back. I know. <laughs> I'm never getting on the Disney PR list because all I do is shit on Disney. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I I was not here. I'm not here for the remodel. I I understand why they did the remodel because it does yes make it very much more. It makes it much more spacious. It is much easier to shop. Granted, it's not very like, you know, World Disney was just like really whimsical. And I'm not asking them to put all the characters back in. That's not what I'm saying. It's just now it looks very industrial. Right. And it just looks like, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of what I've seen through the pictures. I'm not here for it. Although it was very magical with the Christmas decorations. Last time I was in World of Disney at Disney Springs, it was in September. And it wasn't, the, the remodel was only like halfway revealed. So yes, the Christmas decorations do help. So I'm curious to see what it looks like then without the Christmas decorations because they do help. So that's that's one thing. Um, Pixar Pier obviously is the big thing. Pixar Pier is like Disney, well, it's Disney California Adventures, but Disneyland mm-hmm. Resorts answer to Toy Story Land. And it's a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it, um, which they, they repurposed a lot of... Um, Obviously, they repurposed California Screamin' to now be the Incredicoaster. Um, we had a great time at Lamplight Lounge, which I don't know if that was there before. Um, it was a restaurant I there before. I remember that. I think it was a different name, and it had something name. to do with, like, California Pier or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I apologize, guys. I just don't know Disneyland as well. Um, Speaking of that, all their repurposed rides, you know, changing them all to, yeah. like, Pixar-themed stuff, I really – I love Toy Story Land. Yeah. However, I really wish they would have taken it further and did a Pixar Land instead of just Toy Story Land and I just agree. had a Toy Story section because yeah. they are missing out on all the cute stuff from uh, Disneyland, like the um, oh God, uh, Inside Out, you know, like yes. all those cute colors and just different themes. I really think they should have done a complete um, Pixar area. Maybe that's in store. I don't know, but I don't know. Like as much as I love Toy Story Land, it's they got two rides that aren't super thrilling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's cute, but I feel like they could have done a bigger thing with it. I didn't. I, well, I didn't up. go on an in credit coaster because honestly, I got vertigo, so I can't go. Yeah, the vertigo would uh-huh. be. A huge... I was instructed by my physician to not go on in credit coaster, but my friends went on it. Um, so my friend uh, Brianne at Disneyland for one, and then we had another coworker with us. They went on it a couple times actually. They really enjoyed it. Um, Toy Story Mania, to- Toy Story Mania is still the same, pretty much. Um, there, so that's a lot of fun, and obviously get to go on that. The only thing inside out though that they have is the new uh, gift store, which is um, themed after Bing Bong, and that was a big thing. Um, that now Bing Bong is like at 
at uh, Pixar Pier. Um, but and then of course, as you with Disney um, Disney California Adventure, they have Cars Land, which is all specific to cars. Um, and that's been there before Pixar Pier was there, so it was it was a ton of fun. Um, it is very odd how similar the Radiator Springs ride is, and I'm just saying the beginning part of it. I'm not saying like the outside part is very similar to Test Track. It's like weird how similar it is. It's like oh, I believe that the same. It's the same vehicle. You're in the same well, vehicle. That's, that's kind of like um, you know that ride in Disneyland, uh, the Indiana Jones ride is yes. the exact same ride as the dinosaur ride yeah. in yeah. Animal Kingdom. Yeah, same vehicle, same pattern, uh, same movements, just different things in the in the surrounding. So I think that's pretty cool that they kind of like mimic it, but kind of yeah. make it different. So I threw something out there while I was at Disneyland and actually I've been getting a lot of support for this, for this thought. So I didn't realize this and I didn't know this was a thought out there among the, amongst the Disney community. And it's that the rides at Disneyland are better than at Disney world. I will. Yes. And no, I think the splash mountain at Disney world is better than the splash mountain at Disneyland. However, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland is better than Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney World, which yes. says something because that's my absolute favorite ride. I thought and of you just, the whole time I was on there, and I went on it twice. I, and I thought of you the whole it. time. Should snag some pictures because I miss it. I just I miss it's different, and I love that when you go around the ride, um, or sorry, the line, you can see the boats coming up, and oh, I miss that. I do miss that. So that was um, something new for me is that most of the the queues. <laughs> or lines are um either outdoors or they're very short they're not like completely themed like they are at disney mm -hmm. world like i'm gonna use haunted mansion for a really good example and i got to see the jack skellington haunted mansion thing. yes i was just gonna say they're jack skellington it is, ah. it is a crime it is a crime that they do not have it, that it jack skellington overlay illegal it is unnatural i am very upset about it i cannot the the detail it is so and i am not a, we've talked about this before i am not a nightmare before christmas person right that ride with the, with the nightmare before christmas overlay is unbelievable i was sitting in that little dune the death buggy or whatever business it is the dune buggy. The hell knows, um in awe in awe of of how amazing it was i mean i was shocked and the whole time I'm sitting there and if any of you got to watch my i went live when i was on the ride which mm -hmm. i don't know if that's legal or not but who cares um of how amazing it is it is ridiculous ridiculous that it's, it's not a so crazy that they just overlay like all the other stuff is still there and it's mm -hmm. amazing that every year it looks the same you know like they redo it perfectly and it's like oh well this goes over the clock this goes over you know the the things hanging in madame leota's little you know seance room yeah it's so intense Speaking of rides, though, yeah. since we're on this topic, I have another um, topic to ask you about. Ooh. Let's talk Matterhorn. Ooh, because okay. I was watching your story, as I do, because I lived through you, <laughs> yeah. and you were not the most willing to go on the ride. You were, you were a little nervous about it, and I want to talk about that. What was so frightening from the outside that changed when you wrote it? You know, okay, so here's – this is a really weird thing. I have an abundance of knowledge for Disney World. I mean, hence my account and hence, mm -hmm. you know, having this podcast in general. But I'm very limited in my knowledge for Disneyland. Was and that your I first time writing it? What was that? That was your first time writing it. Oh, yeah. It was my first time writing it. And, um... oh, yeah, so long story short, the first time I went, I was by, I went by myself. And so I didn't go on any rides. I just walked around for like literally eight hours and just lived my life. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so I didn't go on it last time. But so I was, I was a nervous because I actually don't like roller coasters and it's not cause I'm, um, I, they don't, I don't have motion sickness. I just don't particularly like the feel of falling. It just freaks me out. Um, and not that, now that I know that Matterhorn's really not really a roller coaster, it's like a toboggan ride. Um, but I didn't do any real research going into Disneyland because I just wanted to be completely surprised and just have like okay. a full, like normal person's reaction as opposed to someone who goes to the parks who just knows everything about it and like 
it's not a surprise. So I just wanted to be surprised. So I really didn't know what I was getting into with the Matterhorn. And it, it's very tall. And I was like, oh, God, is there going to be some huge drop? I was just very, very afraid that there was going to be a huge drop because I don't like it. I don't like to feel like I'm falling. You don't like that stomach coming out your ass kind of feeling? That <laughs> Yes, I don't like it. It's not that <laughs> it, make, it doesn't make me ill. It doesn't make me sick. I just it freaks me out. I just don't like it. Um, I had the same I had the same fear when I went on their version of Big Thunder Mountain, which I would say ours is a little more thrilling. In my yeah, opinion. ours is the when we say ours like we own it. It is, it is. We um, own Disney I do. World. I own it. I own you. Um yeah, no, I, I agree. I think just the size of the one at Disney World is larger yes. than the one at Disneyland. Um oh, and that's actually speaking of size of things, another thing I wanted to ask you about. When Ooh. you first saw Sleeping Beauty's Castle, <laughs> side note, side note. I was reading something on another channel. It's like called Omaze or something like that, oh, yeah. that where you donate and you get like cool prizes. Yeah. And they called the one uh, where you go to eat, uh, be our guest. They called it Beast's Castle. And I said, you know what? They keep calling it Cinderella's Castle, but that trick moved in. You know, like that's that's <laughs> trick. Phillips Castle. That trick moved and in. Then, <laughs> Right, and and same Listen. with Sleeping Beauty's castle. That is not her castle. That is her parents' house, and she is a freeloader. Ah. So, anyway, ah. <laughs> how did you feel? <laughs> I'm sorry. How did you feel about like just the um, the um, I would call it amazing difference in size between Obviously. Cinderella's parents' castle and Philip's castle? <laughs> You calling it? It's not Philip's castle. Oh, Philip is It's a uh, Prince Charming. Oh, Jesus! Who's 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 Cinderella's husband? Uh, I don't think he has a name. He had a name in um live action, and we're just gonna call him Richard Madden for this moment, just because I can't think of who what the hell his name is, Rob Stark. But um, I don't know. But it was still her. Pa- it was still her parents' house. Any Philip's castle? Don't be like trying to say her. It's his castle now that they married. Come on. It's it's Prince it's Prince Charming is is all it's saying. Prince for Cinderella, but it's his. It, it was his castle, and then now he's like not getting any other than the fact that he was in the film. He's not getting any recognition for it. Oh, like that's his home. I'm sorry, the in. white man ain't getting his own castle. <laughs> Truth. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag. He just needs. Hey, it should have been. It should be like a combination. Like they're the Charmings, you know. It should be Charmings Castle, you know. It's something togetherness. She just took over. She's like, "Thanks, you can go to the cellar now. This is mine." She was accidentally like someone tried to kill her. I think she deserves a castle. Come on. Yeah, you're right. I'm just gonna. gonna... For every time somebody tried to kill me, I wish I got a castle. But we digress. What was the (laughs) most striking thought? Um, you had about the size of each castle, like compared well, to each I other. Because I haven't castle. seen the one in Paris. I called it a baby castle. You did call it a baby and castle. Got a little, That's a quote, everybody. Some people got a little, a uh, little annoyed by that, which I respect. It's fine. Uh, you are very much allowed to just judge me for calling a baby castle. But you have to understand, it's a baby castle. It's little. It's a little guy. It's like Castle Junior. It's a Castle Junior, and I'm gonna be real honest about that. I grew up, and I understand this. For the people who grew up going to Disneyland, and I understand why that offends you. I am sorry, but I grew up going to Disney World, and I still go there very regularly, obviously. And so I'm used to seeing this ginormous thing, and this thing is literally the same height as the rest of the buildings. But I do respect the fact that this is where Walt walked. This is his park. This was his vision. He walked it. He, you know, spent so much time here. So I respect it for what it is. I feel like it's my, I always call it a pilgrimage as a Disney fan going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Mecca. It's the Mecca. Um, it's where things started. But it's, I just, it's so small. <laughs> it's, it's a little guy. I'm sorry, guys. But you got to understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's, it's just. And also, I will say, because it's odd, uh, Cinderella's Castle at Disney World was not always that large. They've they've remodeled it a couple mm-hmm. times. They've added, like, those side, side um, 
towers and everything. Minarets, yeah. if you will. And I wonder, is it like just a space thing or a zoning thing? Why don't they add on to Sleeping Beauty's you know, castle? I don't think I'd want them to. I I appreciate, and I'm. You it's know what charming. I think, and I don't know if you've been there since they've added the whole dream. Because I think the dream lights, Christmas lights, whatever you want to call them, they um, they did kind of at the same time. So they did, you know, Cinderella's Castle and Sleeping Beauty Castle. And I actually think the Sleeping Beauty Castle is is absolutely stunning. Um, it's actually almost, I think, more beautiful than Cinderella Castle with the Christmas lights because there's more, you can see it up close more. So they have more decoration oh, going yeah. on and the lighting is just spectacular. Um, but I, I mean, I think it's just, it's kind of like when you see something up close, like versus like this big grand thing, but then you can really like appreciate the smaller like beauty of it all. So I think Christmas just is the beautiful. intricate details. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I think it was absolutely um, breathtaking in, in with the, with the dream lights personally. Let's talk about some food, um, specifically the taste of the holidays. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about it. What was your favorite dish, your favorite drink, and was it kind of weird because in Epcot, you know, you kind of got to go to the different nations. Right. You got to walk the big old right. loop, and they have, like, a different theme for each little area. How was this place set up? I've never seen it, yeah. so – um talk so about good it question tell me tell, tell me um about so i'll start with what should i start with okay so i'll start with the overall i think it's kind of haphazardly placed so there's no reason mm. or rhyme or reason as to why certain booths are set way where they are so like with epcot obviously they place the booths based on the country that it's kind of like representing um mm-hmm. or at least the region and this is not set up by like by country or culture really it's just kind of like okay. there. There? So yeah. that in itself is weird. The other thing is, it's, it's just so, so to me, that kind of says like, oh, they see it's really working really well at Epcot. So we're going to bring it here to California Adventure. Totally fine. I felt very, it actually gave me a sense of home. Like I was going up to the, like up to the kiosk and I was like, oh, this is just like being home guys. Like this is just, it was, it was really nice. I, I know what this is about. Yeah. I felt like I was going through like, you know, or food and wine or, you know, whatever. So that was great. Um, funny thing, this place and Disney world figured this out a long time ago, probably with that dude climbing the Mexican <laughs> pyramid, but they give you full size right. drinks. Like full size beers, full size cocktails, which could be an issue because I was legit hammered, like quite a few in, and all of us were. And because they're giving you full size drinks and they are not weak, which is strange. So I was not ready for that um, because usually you can like power through a lot of food and wine or whatever festivals going on at Epcot. And because they give you little drinks now, they don't really give you like the full size so you can get through it. And I don't think California Adventures like figured that one out yet. So, so that was one thing. The food was, was really good. Um, I would say based on Festival of Holidays last year at Epcot, and then we'll see what this one is like in a, in a couple weeks. Um, it wasn't as great. Um, but there were a lot of really it's, good ones. Yeah, there was like probably a a, a a size limitation of where they can put everything. Well, that was the thing; it was so spread out. So it was. I mean, obviously, this is in California Adventure, um, and it's mm-hmm. it it goes like the op- the full line of the opposite side of Pixar Pier. So if you're like staring at Pixar Pier, it's on the opposite side. So like we're talking like where like Voyage of the Little Mermaid is, and like there's like the wineries, whatever the hell they are. And, like, there's just, like, all these other things on the other side. They go into, like, Viva Navidad. Um, so it's just really spread out, and it doesn't necessarily, like, make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense. I was just happy that it was there because it reminded me of home. But it was there. Right. There's no, like, real rhyme or reason to it, but it's familiar. Yeah, I think it's just really, like, I can imagine. And so I went on a Saturday. So obviously this is just a ton of locals. I also went there when the candlelight processional was going on when Chris Pratt was the narrator. Um, so there, it was significantly more crowded, I think, than normal. Um, so it was kind of like, there's just a lot of people there. A lot of people were going to California Adventure early. And actually people were 
people were i went to extra magic hours because we stayed at grand californian so we got into the uh, disneyland magic kingdom at 7 a.m people were people were sitting down and claiming their seats for the candlelight processional what? at 7 a.m 7 a.m i mean to be that close to chris well, they didn't Pratt, know. another person would eat a full bowl of glass oh yeah because Disney they keep like, it like a hush hush until it's revealed and i remember we actually when we, when we were going through festival holidays and we were talking to one of the cast members and they didn't even know at that point and this was like literally about four o'clock four or five o'clock when we asked and they even called they're like look let me call someone and see if they've heard they don't announce it till literally a few minutes before it comes on wow so so the park that's almost like childbirth. Like, you don't know if you're having a boy or a girl until yeah, it happens. Yeah, and last year was Chris Hemsworth. So, I mean, like, Disneyland gets, like, A-list. Um, I mean, we have really great Yeah, they got, like, a Chris thing, too. They really, I mean, I was obviously here for NPH. I got to watch the live stream. Um, but they get, like, big, big, big-time folk at Disneyland for their candlelight processional. So it was, it was crazy. It was very busy. What was your favorite dish and your favorite drink? Ooh, my favorite drink, actually, my favorite drink of the whole night was at Lamplight Lounge, which is right as you walk into, um, right as you walk into uh, Pixar Pier. So Lamplight, like, you know, like the Pixar little lamp thing that goes hopping about. Um, and I've heard oh, from yeah. multiple people, like, they're like, hey, you really need to go to Lamplight Lounge. And all they have really is kind of like apps. And you like sit outside. It's really cool. You get to see like the big Ferris wheel in the sunset. It was really beautiful. So um, I had something called, I think it was called like a Central Park West. It was kind of a take on a Manhattan. And because it's this time of year, I'm a big bourbon, whiskey, scotch drinker at this time of year. So it was like kind of, it was basically like a Manhattan. Um, so that was probably my favorite drink after I had like a bunch of drinks <laughs> during Festival Holidays. I actually cut myself off at that point. I was like, boys, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're I gotta done. make it through the rest of the night. And I usually take a nap about halfway through my day my park day and i didn't get to because we had some more friends meeting us so i was struggling um but my favorite food um right when you walk in they have and we all know how much i love tots but they had a reuben tot they were tots with like Ooh. everything that's involved in a reuben like on top of it and Ugh, it was so magic delicious what was your favorite Ooh. ride in both of the parks so you got to combine both oh, I gotta parks think and both? pick your favorite oh, um yes i think this is a weird thing but i think it was actually um the holiday version of it's a small world again another overlay that disneyland needs to get cracking yeah disney world does not do like, it's just yeah. silly boys like come on come on, come like, on. like i don't know if they're trying to make it special come on disneyland. come on like you know the odd, like the people that go to Disneyland, the majority of people there are locals. Here at Disney World, mm -hmm. I mean, people are coming from all over. Like, why is this so hard? Put the overlay on. It was so lovely. It was, it was just so lovely seeing like all. It was, it's so decorated so beautifully. Hopefully, some of you got to catch. Uh, I went live when I was on the ride, and I do have a ton of pictures from it, so I'll be posting. Um, it is just so beautiful. The Christmas lights, like. All the children singing Christmas songs. Like, it was just from all the different countries. It was just absolutely beautiful. Um, I love how if the ride is outside. Of course, you can't in Disney World in Florida. You can't have the queues outside because of the rain. It rains, like, every day in the summer. You can never do and that. The humidity. And a lot of the queues in Disneyland are outside. So it's it's so nice. And it's just so beautiful to see. And it was, it just like, from, I'm a non-emotional person, but for me, like that, that really kind of like made me a little teary. It was just, a, it was just a beautiful, beautiful ride. I thought. that That's, yeah. It's always, leave it to Disney to pull at your heartstrings and you don't have any. I, especially with my, my black hole heart. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, it was, it was just really beautiful. Like I, I, that ride, a lot of the rides there and, and there are some rides that obviously are no longer at Disney world, like Mr. Toad, um, Snow White Terry Adventures. They're obviously no longer at Disney world. And it was so fun to go on those rides that I remember enjoying as a child, you know, when, when they were still at Disney world, it was cool to go on those rides again, having not seen them for so long. So that was, that was super cool. Um, right. one thing that bothers me a lot, there's a lot of dead ends. 
<laughs> Disneyland, especially in Disneyland, not so much in Disney World. I think, or not Disney World, uh, Disney California Adventure. I think they figured out the circular hub and spoke model. I think when they, mm-hmm. there's a ton of dead ends. Like I kept running into dead ends where you couldn't go any farther. It's um, weird. That's annoying. I because personally, I hate backtracking. So yeah, that's that, that would kind of get on my nerves. Um, all right. So if you had, you know, the the mm-hmm. only choice to make. And you can only pick one. Which park would you never go to again? Disney World or Disneyland? Sorry, guys. It'd be Disneyland. Disney World's my home. Sorry. It is what it is. Yeah. And just like as much as I love Disneyland and my mother's going to kill me um, because that's where she used to take me when we were growing up. There for the price point, Disney World, you get four parks. Disneyland, you yeah, got especially when you're two. thinking about park hoppers. Well, and they're smaller. Their annual pass is extremely, extremely cheap. So my my friend that went with me went went with me. She's an annual pass holder. It was like seventy five bucks. We all know how much an annual pass costs for Walt Disney World. Um, but just in terms of the entire atmosphere, another thing that really bothers me about Disneyland is that how close it is to the street. Like, oh yeah, you just see it, from the it is. Like literally, you're driving through a, a yeah. metropolis, and then boop, like some you're common, inside Disneyland. like some common theme park. <laughs> what are we at Cedar Point? Like, yeah. <laughs> Side note: I love Cedar yeah. Point. It's yes. See, well, yeah, I yeah, love see. roller coasters, so I love I love the stomach yeah, coming like the out stomach my ass feeling. Ass. You for know? someone like me who's not a fan, it obviously does nothing for me. Disney World, sorry, but yeah, I anyways, mean, Disney World, Disney World, Disneyland. Com- I'm so glad you had such a trip. You had such a full day. It was a really too. full day. I'm really sad that I didn't have a nap. You did Very sad so much because I crashed. I crashed about nine thirty. I didn't make. I didn't make it to fireworks, guys, and I was really disappointed about that because my um, because I I just have to, I have to take a rest. And you know what's awful? I had a convention literally the next day for the next four days. And you're, during this convention, I I'm on my feet for like twelve hours a day. And so for being on my feet at Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, I was already like in pain. It, I think I'm gonna have next time we do this, where it's either in Anaheim or Orlando, they switch cities. Um, it's gonna have to be after the fact because I was in pain for my for my convention, struggling. Uh yeah, I could see that. That would, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like um going out on a on a sunday yes. night when you should have gone out on friday night yes. basically <laughs> questions i really have is there anything that you want to share that i may not have I touched on so i mean obviously guys i don't want to make it sound like disney world is better than disneyland I, well, that's not what we're trying to say they're different they're, they're very, very different, different and they're very magical and they're I think both any very really fun. true disney disney fan just disney fan in general needs to go to disneyland just to be able – I think about this all the time when I, I walk down Main Street, and obviously it's only been like a couple times. Um, but it's it's really cool to have walked somewhere where Walt Disney has walked and that he had an actual hand. Not that he didn't with Disney World because obviously he passed before uh, Disney World was you know brought to life. But it's really cool to um, walk. It's so different. It's, it's, um, it's so small. Um, in a way that you can really appreciate the details. The details there are so um, so more intricate. I mean, I, even like walking through like the Emporium and you walk through the Disney World Emporium and you think you walk, you're walking through the Disneyland Emporium. The details are so amazing. Like there's chandeliers. It's just beautiful. Like the details at Disneyland, I think, are so much more intricate and I think so much more handmade and more thought out than Disney World. I think sometimes we can get lost in how big Disney World is. And if you kind of like take a minute and look mm-hmm. at look at the detail of Disneyland, it's it's something there's something to be said for it. But I'm very excited to go back to my home in 10 days. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm so Yay. excited for. You. OK, wow. So, yeah, it sounds like you have had such an adventure at Disneyland. And I think you would make Peter Pan, Peter Pan, Peter Pan. Uh, so happy with your with your desire to stay a child and you know on the inside. You saw my new and, bag. Did you see uh, my just, new bag? I saw oh, your Kate Blade. Spade bag. It's beautiful. It's the, it's the official bag of the Never Growing Up podcast. 
Right. Yeah. So um, every dollar <laughs> that you know goes towards that, we get a percentage God, now. So. You're welcome. Doesn't Coach oh, own Kate Spade now? So no, that to, like, bag is them. so fun. Hey, Coach. Um, it's your girl. It's your girl. It's your girl. Oh, we'll oh. have a talk when I'm at Disney Springs in a couple weeks. <laughs> right. We're, We're going we'll to wine, board, wine Bar George for our sort of hashtag. It's like a brunch, but it's like not really because it's on a Friday. We're doing Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Ooh. So I wanted to eat early so that we could do my ceremonial Dole Whip at the Polly in a, in a cocktail before we go into Very Merry Christmas Party. Very excited. You get your Dole Whips outside of the park. Yeah, I do because I have intestinal woe sometimes. Oh, so you got so to check out and see how it goes before you get in there. I need, I need to check out and see how it goes before I you go need to some, the park. You need some di- digesting time. Yeah, I just need to make sure like we're good, and then uh, <laughs> we can go into the park. Yeah, okay, I get that. I, I the whole get thing, it. guys. It's a truth telling with uh, WW <laughs> Right. Um, well, I'm so glad you had a good time, and I can't wait to uh, hear about your future trip. But in the meantime, we still got a couple more episodes before she goes on her uh, journey. So make sure you guys come back and. You know, you give us a listen and you share with all your friends, especially your Disney loving friends. They'll really get, mm-hmm. you know, a, an understanding of what of who we are. Um, but yeah, it, this has been so much fun. Again, I'm Brady Cam on Instagram and my lovely uh, fellow host is with me today and she can go ahead and I, I didn't know. I can I go ahead and introduce that. myself yeah. at any time. But I want I want to keep the suspense going. Guys. Um, it's Annie at WDW Collective. And send us an email, guys, at nevergrowinguppodcast, two Ps, at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, you know, let gone. us know what you think. Tell us, you know, what you want us to talk about. And, you know, we'll give you a shout out. You know, you you ask us a question and we'll we'll tell the people, which is you, uh, who sent in that question. Yes. All right, we'll keep following all y'all guys. I This is fun. I've missed you. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. (laughs) Well, that's it, guys. That's it for today. Thanks for joining. Make sure you give us a couple stars and maybe like a little nice note at the bottom. And I'm still Ah. quite bitter at one star. I hate you. I don't hate you. I hate you. We hate you. I wish we knew who you were. Yeah. (laughs) So I could block Not that we would do anything because that, that causes, I don't have time for that. I have so much time to block. I'd be like, block, 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 block. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, have a great day. Have a great week. And we'll yes. talk to you next time, right? Absolutely. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.